Hey, Mike, pop quiz. What's worse than all the shitty post-summer pre-Christmas movies? The stinger not working? <laughs> Why, that would be the Mythwits, the oh. show dedicated to all things geek pop culture, drenched in absurdity, and coated with sarcasm. Every week we bring on an industry guest, and this week is no different. To talk about our ever-expanding Geekoverse, we do our damnedest to be funny, but there are no guarantees. I'm your host, Peter Bryant, and joining me on this episode is my co-host, Michael Kafis. I don't know about predicting humor, but I can definitely predict suffering. <laughs> suffering, yeah. There suffering. will be suffering. And right. we welcome back Violet Lavoie. Hello, hello. You all know Violet by now. I'm not even going to read her bio because you all know her. She's right. a writer. She does things and yeah. writes stuff and movie reviews. And, and all that's that my fault stuff. because I forgot to get one. I'm sorry. Right. I that's fine. Let's that's on the dock. Worries. There's another reason. Yeah. But, no, but we'll, uh, we'll... good cover up, Pete. Yeah, we'll do, the, <laughs> we'll do links and stuff in a little bit. But uh, so we we did we're doing our summer draft wrap up. If you all uh, remember, we did this back in what month was it? March, Mike? Yes, I think so. Yeah, the end of March. Yep. Mm-hmm. So the end of March, we did our wrap. We did our uh, draft, and it was um, it was a lot of fun. We did it. Uh, hey. Scott and A could not make it. They're busy people. We no. knew this might be a thing. Right. Um, Raise your hand if you watched the uh, the draft today, just to refresh your memory. Nope, nope, no time, no time. I had <laughs> mandatory training. Yeah, don't worry, yeah. I, I took I took a bullet for all you. Okay, I, I didn't. I don't remember the draft the first time through. So uh, yeah, <laughs> I highly suggest you watch it. You were more lucid than you actually think. You really? Yeah. <laughs> but should you want to disclose why that right. would be the case? Uh, I well, rec- what would happen? Yeah, I recently received a prescription for medical marijuana, and about. 30 minutes before the show went on, I wildly miscalculated my dose. <laughs> so so right. as as we're loading up, as I'm getting things, I suddenly get the, the you know, oh, this is not good. This is not good. And when you were explaining the rules to me, I was I was going into like some kind of cosmic state of so. So like, are we looking at like a percentage of it as all movies of all time of all the money that movies have ever made or how? And you were like, yeah, you're overthinking it. You're overthinking it. We're just, uh, but I'm, I was really trying to wrap my head Let's around see. exactly what was happening. I know I let, I, like the first one, I let something slip through my fingers because I was having this, this kind of, you know, Grateful Dead moment or whatever. So anyway, my, 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 my dose is a lot more calibrated now. I'm a right. little more on top of things. So well. <laughs> I, I, I I am only going to say this, and I think the first thing we'll do, Pete, is run the audio clip I did. Okay. But uh, I will just say this, uh, Violet, that mm-hmm. you babies day outed your way out of fifth place. That's all I'm going <laughs> to say. You did. All right? Okay. It was like, it was like a... For all our older audience, you like Mr. Magood that shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go over here. <laughs> oh, oh, oh I, I see a number. I should push it. Right, right. <laughs> push that number. Right. All right. So I'm gonna. You know what? I want to be able to get into the Facebook room, but I can't remember if because uh, I'm not. Oh, I am seeing the chat down there. Okay, that that's good. So if you hear the show, I'm gonna mute it real quick. So if you if you hear it, I, we're still getting used to this format. Should you? Yep, there it is. All right, I got it. Okay. I well, recently, what happened? Yeah. Remember if there uh, it is. God damn it. Stop doing it thing. All right. Now I'm good. All right, All right. Mike, let's play that. So Mike does a, he does a wrap up every week of, of where we are with the movie draft. This is the final wrap up before we go into tonight. So this was the, what Mike, this is the status as of uh, the last Friday of the draft, right? Yeah, it was, I said it was uh, as of Friday, the 13th or something, I think technically. Okay. 
All right, here you go. Uh, we're not hearing anything. Oh. Uh, yeah, shit, you guys aren't hearing it. No. Mythwits. Hey, I mean, if anyone else in the... I'm your host, Mike Cavus of the Mythwits. It's been an interesting draft, to say the least. Still not but with your truly having technical difficulties with his data entry skills, let's see what zany antics transpired as a result of losing his can't-lose bids. Are we supposed to be hearing it? God damn it! I'm playing the fucking thing. They can hear it. But, but, but Violet can't. That's all right. All right, then we won't play it. Fine. All right. So it might just tell us what it says. I I don't want to. I did a big production. I I don't. uh... See, I was playing it and the audience could hear it, but you kept talking over it. But, okay. So that's why I was like, let it go. Let it go. See, but see? I half the reason is C C because I did it for Violet. It there was some good stuff in there for her. Aww. So well, okay, so you want me to troubleshoot this now? Should I should I troubleshoot how this why this uh, isn't working? I tell you, uh, well, I tell you what. If you think you can, I I can stall. But if, if you don't want to do that, we don't have to. Do whatever you want. I'm I'm good. I'm flexible. So we don't we don't have to. All I'm gonna say is I have. No, I got it. I got it. I just don't know if it's gonna echo. No, I can't. I can't do it. I don't know if okay. it's gonna work. All right, I, I can't play with it. That's fine. That's fine. It will. Uh, we'll drop it in the. You can't. You drop sound in the Facebook feed like a, a audio file. No, I can put it up on SoundCloud and drop it in. All right, we'll do that. Can okay. we do that? All right, yes, that's, that's fine. Fine because it's really good. I'll send it to you after the show. Okay. We could be patient, Pete. If you wanted to, I'll try and be patient and waiting for people to listen to it. Do, should we do that? Yeah, that that's fine. That's it's, it's. You know what it is. It's this is like again, it's like a new setup. So, like, right. whenever you do something new setup, like so, people don't understand that how difficult, how fucking unbelievably difficult it is to get sound from your computer mm -hmm. to play through a fucking stream. Not my microphone, that's easy, piece of cake, but to get sound to play through. So, when I was doing that and it was going through the feed, that music, intro music, is, is screwing with my vocals, right? Right. Uh, because it, it, they, they're trying to play at the same time. A anyway. So I separated them. Well, apparently you didn't hear the music when this, when this came on either, did you? No. 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 Okay. So that's what it is. They can hear it, but you can't. So Got whatever. It, okay. it is right. what it is. It's you know, we're okay. important. We're important. I'll figure we it out, but I can't tonight. Okay. So bear with me. <laughs> all right. So all, all good. Um, so, so anyway, so we finished the draft. Um, in 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 march and we let this thing go like crazy or april april sorry april yeah and then we let this thing go all summer um like i don't know was it been like nine months or something right, eight right. months um and you know there was there was some up and down with everybody but me i just went up yeah <laughs> what did you, you grabbed toy story 4 you like you scooped that right at the beginning that i that i was lucid enough to remember all right and avengers so let yes. me get you guys yeah. let me get toy story and avengers right and I, right. and and that was just that was it. That was just crazy. I, I, mean, was, well, I was calculating box office back to 1900 or something while you were like, "Oh, yeah. sorry, sure." Let me let, let me give you an idea of what happened. Okay. okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I went back and watched it all again, and it it was exactly as I remembered it. Okay. You see these things. Right. You see right. them. Okay. <laughs> okay. My my fingers are fat and dumb. Okay. <laughs> 
And because of that, I missed out on everything I wanted that was important. These hands. So big. I couldn't type with them. <laughs> so I missed that on Endgame and I gave uh-huh. it to Pete for fucking $61. Okay. Right, right. I was prepared to just go back and forth and back and forth. If we wanted to have that drama, we could have that drama. We yeah, could have that drama I- all fucking night. I don't give a fuck. I was going to get it. All right. I had the cash reserves, but I fucked it up. Yeah. yeah. Like when it went for, was it, was it 61 exactly? Yeah, it went for 61. 61. So, so at 61, I'm like, I remember I'm sitting there like, you morons. This yeah. should have gone for at least 80. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Yep. Yep. I missed out on Spider-Man Far From Home because of my <laughs> fat, dumb fingers. Right. Right. I tried to snipe Dumbo, but I missed out on it because of my fat, dumb fingers. Right. Hey, that... All of us were handicapped. All of yeah. us were like carrying weight in the saddle on this one. Yeah. Not me. <laughs> no, no, not, not Pete. Not Pete. Not old. Yeah. <laughs> Not old scrapple nuts. I mean, scrapple <laughs> nuts. <laughs> old scrapple nuts. Yeah. Hey, you know, uh, I might, I might be going to the Apple Scrapple Festival. That's good for you. Thinking about it. Anyway. So, and you know what? Uh, I didn't even want Rocket Man. Uh, I was trying to dump it after uh, the draft Rapture had booted. Like it, something. Everyone was like, "Oh my god, what just happened?" I was like, "It'll come back. It came right back." Right, right, right. Uh-huh. And I was trying to say. All right, we could redo this, and I'm willing to because I totally didn't want it. I was trying to just right. get someone else to take it. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And Scott goes on this tirade. He's like, "Ah, nope, nope, you screwed right. it. If they wanted it that bad, they should have got it in the first right. place." Mike, right. it's yours, buddy. Right. I'm like, yeah, son of a bitch. Right. Son of a son bitch. Of a bitch. <laughs> it was over the line. Over right. the line. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Coach Sigler. Yeah. And I left twenty six fucking. Fucking j- j- quaaludes qu- qu- on the right. fucking board. I left. Yeah. Like, do, is there a is, do you have any numbers run for that, Pete? Like, did I do I have like win a contest of of, of some significant uh, numberage? I, no, I, I I did not calculate that because you're like the only one who did that. So uh, you you get that award. Oh, I get the award for mo- <laughs> great. Right. Yeah, straight out. Just <laughs> most money left. Board. Most money. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> How many years in a row have you guys done this? That's the funny part, Mike, isn't it? How many years have we done this? Six, five, <laughs> six. And we've done two in a year. Yeah. So- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen. Uh, hey. And here's the funny part. I took Aladdin for $355 million yeah. by mistake. Right, right. Okay? If only I would have taken the Lion King by that yeah. same mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I, I actually could have I, I could have been made a run for uh second 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 place. Yeah. Fuck you, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, early on it became evident. It became right. evident that uh that, that there was not gonna be that that was not gonna be dethroned this year. Right. And um so I, I was talking to Mike behind the scenes and I'm like, dude, we got I don't want this to be boring. I mean it's like there's no way, like just looking at the numbers where they were, that's like there's no way I'm not gonna win. I was like, so let's Let's concentrate on the race for second place to keep it interesting. We got we got to pick something that's going to keep it fun, and there was between between the four of you, it was it was really interesting watching the scores jump around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you pulled out a I, we Mike and I are joking like oh Violet's not going to make it. She's yeah yeah <laughs> she's just going to glide right into fifth place the whole yep. way and nope yep. 
Nope. nope. Not spoilers yet. We haven't given the scores out yet. We, we just know that I won. We don't know. Okay. All right. All right. So, all right. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Do you want me to pull the uh, my movie draft minute and read it? Sure, I, yeah, I want to hear it. Yeah, sure. It? Go ahead. Right, yeah, go I've been practicing it. I mean, I've been practicing it. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> All right, so here it is. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. That's not it. Let me do this and do this. Sound familiar, Pete? Yeah, it does sound familiar. <laughs> Yours truly. Come on. Why is it taking so long to load? Bookmark, go to the bottom of the page. All right, so while he's doing that, (laughs) have you been following along at all? Have you been following the movies at all this summer, like seeing who's making what? The only reason I've been following it is if my, because my 12 year old wants to go see every superhero movie that there is. So we've been, you know, the the one movie that surprised me this summer that I didn't think it wasn't on my radar at all. I didn't think anything of it. We got free tickets because he went, goes to a Kung Fu school. We went to go see Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, I actually dug that movie. That was what? fun. Okay. That, was, that was like Hobbs and Shaw was good. Dumb yeah, so it and like, and fun. Yeah, you know? it wasn't like a Fast and Furious. It was a different ish. It, it it was it was a buddy film. It was yeah. kind of on the level of like what a how a fourteen year old would write a buddy film about two guys okay. and a girl that they yeah. both like. Right. And, um, good fight scenes. Good music. Good locales. Good cars. I walked yeah. out of that and said to you know, my son like. It was actually pretty good. I wasn't expecting. It was free. I wasn't expecting much of it, but um, that, that both, was the one I was a little surprised by. Yeah, and they're both very sexy men. They're yeah. both very handsome. <laughs> very oh, hey. handsome. whatever you like, Peter. Idris <laughs> Idris Elba ain't nothing to to write. Oh, was you know, he in that? That's three. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's three okay. of them. But yeah. it, I mean, is there any further Shit. talk about Idris Elba being James Bond? I remember there being some buzz about yeah, that for there's a while. About that. I hope I'm, so. I'm ready for that, man. I don't know either him or Man or Born. That's yeah. Either that or they were, or was a woman they were talking about. I think it's gonna be no. I think it's gonna be a woman. I think okay, there's a woman okay. that, that um, is taking the role this time. Interesting, because I remember hearing about uh, a fan theory that the name James Bond is a code name, and that's why they cycle through from the '60s to the '70s, the '80s with new actors. Could be it's a different agent every time. They just get the code name and the 007, and that, right. and you know, so it's assumed that you know after what like Moonraker or, or you know. Uh, you know, at the end of whatever it was a Moonraker, but the end of the, he sort of dies off screen, and then you just start again with a new Bond. Yeah, I, I like that fan theory. That's oh, really I, I like, like a Doctor Who kind of. Thing, so I like that too. Yeah. I'm Bond, Janice Bond. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, Jamie Bond. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Here we go. Okay, <clears throat> this is the Mythwits 2019 Summer Movie Draft Minute. I'm your host, Mike Kafis of the Mythwits. It's been an interesting draft, to say the least. What, with yours truly having technical difficulties with his data entry skills, let's see what zany antics transpired as a result of losing his can't-lose bids for Spider-Man and Toy Story 4. Here are your final draft standings. A. Kovacs, Empty Set Entertainment's director of Doom, ends her parlay with this draft in fifth place with $473 million. Ladies and gentlemen, you... You pitied her all summer. You thought she would come in last. She thought she would come in last. But this phoenix has risen from the ashes of both Bowl and Bong to not just barely take fourth place, but to dab her way to 41 million shy of almost taking third place. Wow. Okay. Congratulations on your fourth place finish. 
uh, Violet with $730 million. Damn. $730 million. I guess like it half, half, uh, you know, half toasted. My 15 years as a film critic must still add up somehow yeah. in there. Yeah. You know? It's just, right. it's like an instinct. It's innate skill. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So here, uh, here's, Here's mine. It's it's pretty good writing, I think. Mm -hmm. All right. I think so, yeah. I thought I'd have a shot. I thought second place would have been my new first place, but my inability to competently type simple numbers into a standard QWERTY keyboard has cost me the position. But hey, since nobody likes a sore, losing, whiny bitch, I'll simply say I, me, Mike Kafis, finishes this shit show of a draft in third place with $771 million. Hashtag not bitter. <laughs> so the way you type it, it ends up being the at and the dollar and the asterisk. <laughs> right. All right. So here we go. Um, so there's this guy. His name is Scott Sigler. He writes awesome books. People from all over the country gather to pay tribute to support his quest to become the future Dark Overlord. Once a year, they throw themselves like lemmings upon his altar, giving him the strength he needs to achieve world domination. This happens in Las Vegas on October 10th through the 12th. Join Scott and Sigler and A. Kovacs for another amazing year at Siglerfest 2019, where I'm sure Scott will profess his well-played last-minute ascension to second place with $847 million. Wow. Mm. Now... Ladies and gentlemen, the Cinderella story of the scrawny kid from Rat City, Baltimore, pulls himself up by his bootstraps, taking the biggest gamble on the most controversial small budget indie sequel <laughs> film of all time. Peter Scrapplenuts Bryant just <laughs> ekes his by his second place competitor by a scant $460 million to shatter. <laughs> The glass ceiling that it is, is his life to win the Mythwits 2019 summer movie draft with a record-breaking one billion three hundred and seven wow. fucking wow. million dollars. Billion. <laughs> yes, with a B. <laughs> Special thanks to our good friends at Empty Set Entertainment. Please check out scottsigler.com for everything Sigler. Also, thank you, Violet, for joining us as well. Please check out Violet's latest novel, Scarstruck, available on Amazon, and look for her insightful movie articles on rogerebert.com. This has been your final 2019 Mythwits Movie Draft Minute, powered by Aetherforge Creations. Yay! Yeah, very nice. <sighs> So it's a good read, but uh, yeah, you know, well but, uh, there was yeah. music in the background. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, it'll be in the so podcast feed. Hey, listen to the podcast. You want to hear that? That's right. So, but uh, yeah, there's there. Those are the standings, and uh, I, you know what? I mean, seriously, uh, belly clap for you, uh, Violet, because you really you exceeded everyone's <laughs> expectations. <laughs> Oh right? God. Did. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah no problem. We thought for sure, man. We thought. Like, <laughs> I don't. I... <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what. Let's let's do this. Let's let's switch to the uh, let's switch to the graphics here. So I'm gonna switch this over. All right. Go get up. All right. Can you guys see that? I'm doing a share screen now. Can you all see it? Yeah. You can see it in the stream output. If you look down in a little thing, it yeah. says output. Okay. So this is our 2090. Like that graphic. That's pretty, right? Yeah, that's pretty. That's beautiful. All right. So here we go. There's the chart. There's. You guys aren't seeing it, are you? I there see it. it. Okay, you see okay, it. Okay, there right. we go. So, Violet is that purple line. 
obviously. Yeah. So for the longest yeah. time, there she was. <laughs> and wow. The Man. little engine that couldn't. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. And and I for mean, a while there, we were thinking maybe A would take second place. Yeah. You know, and then I don't know. That was good. That was that was really good. I I like that that race in the end when we got to about week fifteen. It mm-hmm. really started getting interesting. So, so at what point? What peaked? Where did I cross over the red line? What what? Uh, week seventeen. What what movie was that? That was that was Lion King. Oh, that was yeah. Lion King. Oh, yeah. okay. Yep. Yep. Listen. Okay. Well, uh, Pete, I don't want to take away your numbers, but uh, what the Lion King was 500 and some for was it the second highest earning film of the summer, wasn't it? Uh, you know, I didn't do it that way. Uh, let me see. Uh, I can look real quick though. Give me a second. Okay, uh, I gotta pull it because I made a note of that just to say that the Lion King uh, was 534. Four. It beat Spider Man, which only made three ninety. So I mean, it just beat it like a stepchild. So Lion, Lion King made five hundred and fourteen million. Yes, that was second. Wow. Yeah. And then it beat Spider Man was three hundred and eighty, uh, and then Aladdin was three fifty four, and then we get down into like Toy Story four, which was like four twenty seven. So those are the big big hitters. I mean, other than Avengers, which made eight hundred and fifty eight million. Wow all by itself right <laughs> and and the gdp of gabon is yeah gabon. about about uh one oh right you know 1.4 1.3 billion yeah there, there are nations who made less money than the avengers last year like that's, yeah that's kind of amazing yeah that that would be true that oh so true. i guess i it's uh I every week, and this was what was tough for me, Violet, is that I every week I did and something similar to what I read, to to music and everything, mm-hmm. and so you know it, it wasn't as long um, and uh, uh, of a read, but um, every week it was sort of like Violet Lavoie is in fifth place with zero dollars, <laughs> <laughs> and with her first movie coming up in two weeks. Yeah, only yeah. another two weeks before Violet hits the draws right. blood on this movie draft. Right, yeah. right, yeah. <laughs> and I did that. So I did that several years in a row. For some reason, I always wind up with movies like later in the year, and it would be like these guys would be talking smack to me. It'd be like the middle of June. I haven't yeah. made a dime yet, and they're just right. like, "Oh yeah, 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 right." And June would hit, and, and like three of my movies would hit at one time, and I boom. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I've I've won it once before. This is my second win. Okay, all right. Yep, I've won it once. Uh, I really thought I had a second place cinch, but a couple of movies underperformed, uh, and uh, a couple of uh, Scotts performed a little bit better than expected. But I knew that it was going to be close. I knew that it was going to be pretty much between Scott and I for second place. You came out of nowhere though for that. Uh, I mean, you were basic. You were closer to me for second place than i was to scott or mm-hmm. yeah for third place than i yeah. was for scott for second place right right yeah so yeah and scott's movies like let's see what was his big his big earner was spider-man yeah, yeah like big... that's all, and, and that didn't earn that much that was only like 380 390 yeah well, no well that did that did what i thought it was gonna do that that was about right yeah I thought it would uh, break four, four, five. I honestly thought Hobbs and Shaw did less than than it was going to do. I thought it was going to do more than that. I mean, just yeah. on the the 
the name recognition and the the Fast and the Furious. Mm-hmm. I, I thought I just thought it would do more, but it. How much it, did it do? Uh, Fast and Furious did one fifty one. What Fast and Furious or Hobbs and Shaw? Oh, sorry, Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, yeah that is surprising. I I would have thought it. I came out of that thinking that was pretty good. I I, I wonder if it's going to become a cult movie. Am I? Well, well, uh, I mean one fifty one. I mean one hundred and fifty million is not too bad for that right. type of movie. Right, right. I don't think. Uh, I mean, they did probably blow a lot of money on their special effects budget, though. So, right. dude, I will tell you what would really shocked me though was Dark Phoenix was such a turd. I haven't seen it yet, but yeah. everybody has panned it. Now that your kid wants you to go to all the superhero movies, did you go see Dark Phoenix? I did see Dark Phoenix, and I okay. I did not have a good feeling going into like that was that was the one that we could skip. I just didn't feel like they were doing the right thing with it. Well, okay. did you guys I, hear I, I, anything about that? No, we didn't. I mean, it just it just kind of appeared. It didn't even appear on our radar. You know, he was so psyched about the other Marvel movies that it. Did. I think the X Men movies are played out. I think they got to yeah. find some other way to, to. I mean, the first couple of them were gripping. I was, you know, because I'm a big. That's how I came into comics by the X Men and the New Mutants right. and all that kind of stuff. I think as the, I think they took themselves so seriously. I think they lost a lot when they lost Hugh Jackman. He was a huge part of the appeal of the early movies. Right. And just couldn't gain that new energy. And the fact that they're they're struggling with the new mutants, that they've been re-editing it, trying to make it sell it a little more like a horror movie. They're, they don't they were like, Oh, we did a we did an already one like Deadpool. What haven't we done yet? Let's oh, let's do a horror movie. Let's you right. know and I don't think it's really appropriate for the new mutants. I don't get where that can I could see doing like Cloak and Dagger as a horror movie or something, you know, but right. um I just don't think they have a handle on the material anymore. So I, I think it's time to kind of let them sit for a little bit and maybe pay attention to some of the other Marvel canon. Well, here here's some interesting facts. Uh, and that is that uh, the the movie was just about finished and they had to go back and chop it to bits and do tons of re reshoots and re-edits because the movie was so closely mirroring um, Captain Marvel. Oh, interesting. Okay. Like to the point where yeah, at one wow. point they, they did a comparison. They could see where uh, Jean Grey, there was like this, this these, these bright lights coming out of her, of her right. eyes, just like, just mm-hmm. like Marvel. And it was just like, it was crazy the way they, the, the parallels and they even were going to put Cree into the um, X-Men movie because they could. Okay. And they had yeah, to go back yeah. and completely take that away. And like, the actors, once they were done shooting and they were going on the press junkets and they, they realized they had to come back and do shoots and stuff, they were like realizing, oh, my God. Like, wow. they, they, like they didn't ha- how to react. I don't know if you saw any of the interviews even. It was, just, it was, it wow. was really wild. Wow, wow. So that, that was uh, – uh, uh, it was a kick in the, in the nuts, in the ex-nuts, uh, yeah. as it were. So, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so I, I want to say this. Scott. <clears throat> Scott Sigler made a called shot. All right. He said that let's see, Dark Phoenix was going to make 125 million. All right. He said, mark my words, 125 million. Okay. He said, and you can take that to the bank. Well, <laughs> uh, the bank was short 
uh, by yeah. 60 million. So <laughs> there was a run on the funds there. I don't yeah. Know. Right. Uh, it only made 60, uh, it only made 66 million. The entire wow. movie made 66 million. Wow. So wow. pretty much pretty close to half of what he, yeah. what he it, was banking yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah. So sorry, Scott. Now Marvel Studios, they did manage to acquire. No, wait, it's, they, they got managed them. to acquire Spider-Man. No, Marvel no, they Studios got X Men and they got Fantastic Four. Spider Man still belongs to Universal. Right. Okay. So uh, Sony. Sony. Sorry. Sony. Yeah. Okay. okay. Sony. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And and the problem was Sony loaned Marvel Spider Man. Right. Uh, and then and then they, they they couldn't come to a deal, but I think they figured that out. I'm hoping. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen remember my daughter saying that they figured it out. Okay. Poor Tom Holland's parents are getting a divorce, and he doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Right. His, yeah. his studio parents. Yeah. My my daughter calls me up, right? She goes, Daddy, because she loves Spider-Man. She loves Tom mm-hmm. Holland. Loves him. Yeah. She goes, mm-hmm. Daddy, Marvel doesn't have Spider-Man. He's not going to be in the movies anymore. Aww. I was like, no, 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 sweetie, sweetie, sweetie. He's not going to be in the MCU. They're still going to do the Spider-Man movies. We still got Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Right. It's all right. good. Right. Matter of fact, right. he's got two more movies, not it's not a trilogy. They're going to do four total, so he, right. he'll be okay. Right? <laughs> They'll like, still oh, okay. be Spider-Man movies. Aww, They'll right, just be right. shitty ones. That's right, right, all. right. As a side note, um, speaking of Tom Holland, the have you seen the Marvel exhibit that's touring science centers? It just came to the Franklin Institute in Philadelphia. I don't know if it's come to the Baltimore Science Center yet, the Maryland Science Center. Mm-hmm. Has it? Has it come there yet? What is it? It's extraordinary. It's the history of Marvel Comics. Oh. It's original artwork. It's okay. costumes from the movies. It's props. It's extraordinary. You can no, spend but an afternoon there. Yeah, I'm making a mental note of that because that is yeah. something I will be going to. It, it's truly fantastic. Oh, I think nice. it just left Philadelphia. So I went with um, my son and our his you know our good friend who's Uncle Matt. So he's mm-hmm. a Matt's dad started Fantagraphic Comics, so he's like deep in the comics. So we all went on mass, and it was extraordinary. So I'll get back to the the costumes and everything like that. But they have the costumes from the movies, the original costumes. The artistry in them is just unbelievable, especially the Black Panther and the Doctor Strange costumes, like real metal, real leather, real micro printed you know, nanofibers that I could have spent hours just examining the costumes, but they're on, but they have to fit the actors. So they're on the mannequins that are the actors dimensions. So I can, you know, now you say like, wow, Chris Pratt is huge. Uh, Um, Kate Blanchett probably weighs about as much as an index card. And, and you've met me like, you know, I'm, I'm like a five foot four American woman. You know, I'm not a huge person. I think Tom Holland probably comes up to about my shoulder and, yeah. and and could not fit inside my jeans, you know. So he's, oh, wow. he's just a teeny tiny. Yeah, yeah. So so I think your daughter would probably be thrilled to go to go see this exhibit. Yeah, but then there's also like statues of the thing and Spider Man that you can pose next to, and it, <sighs> it, and the original artwork. This is the thing that really surprised me. So it had all the, it had um, Ditko and Frank Miller and all that kind of stuff. The one that really impressed me was what was his name? It was Billy Graham. He was he, he said, "Oh, I'm the other Billy Graham." But he was a Black Panther artist in the seventies. Okay. His his work. I've never heard of. Had you heard of him? Or no, yeah, I, I watch I, comics explained. I've probably heard him mention his name when he talks about him, but I wouldn't know him out of, out of a lineup. I I was shocked that I never heard of him. He was probably one of the very few African American artists working for mm-hmm. you know a big a big comics company at that time. 
his work was incredible. Yeah. Just the, the detail, the line. I wouldn't, you know, they draw slightly larger so that it shrinks down, but even larger, I was thinking, how is this going to reproduce? Because there's just so much detail in it. So I, those were the ones that I, I mean, they had like, you know, Kirby and it's something has got to be pretty remarkable. If I'm like, yeah, yeah, the Kirby. All right. I, I, but I want to see this guy instead. Yeah. You know, oh, that's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. It, I highly, highly recommend it whenever it's coming to wherever near you. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Take my daughter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, the other thing that uh, I guess kept me in uh, fourth place, or no, third place, sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean to step on your fourth place. <laughs> the, the only game that kept me in third place uh, was Godzilla. He mm. uh, he pretty much fucked me. I mean, he was supposed to do <laughs> way better than 100 Is that, is that a Chuck Tingle title? Godzilla yeah. fucked me in yeah. the box office? <laughs> yeah. oh. Fuck me in the box office by my box office. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Godzilla does not know how to perform well. Right. Who knew? Who knew? Right. Right. size isn't everything, is it? Right. right. <laughs> well, he's always sleeping, you know? <laughs> so, that breath, uh, it's that breath of his. Right, right. <laughs> so, and, and here's the other thing I just wanted to mention also is that Scott, uh, his second called shot, actually, he kind of foreshadowed it. He said, mm -hmm. I got potential. But I'll be lucky if I make second place. Well, Scott, you were lucky by virtue of my bad luck. So right. uh, congratulations. Your ham fingers. Yes. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I don't know if you remember this, uh, Viola. You were talking about going to this Portland uh, con, right? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. and, and we got on this whole conversation about vegan strippers. Yes. I remember that. Yeah. And, and it was the vegan strippers unionized. And right. it was the best. <laughs> like little off jag conversation i think we've ever had on the show right, it right. made me laugh so hard oh and when God. pete said that's it i draw the line at meat packing um vegans right <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but you know i went i went on that trip to portland and yeah. while i was there uh we went to get coffee somewhere i've been telling everybody the story of like what's the difference between portland and baltimore so we were in a coffee shop we were eating brunch or whatever I wanted more coffee. So this is what I did. I said to the waitress, excuse me, can I get more coffee? And she was like, yeah, okay, a second. And my friend got up and said, I got to go talk to the waitress. I got to go tell her that you're not a dick. You're just from the East Coast. I was like, well, how am I supposed to let her know that I want more coffee? And he's like, well, you just kind of look like shyly out the side of your eye and she'll just know and i was like man i'm not gonna stay here this is not gonna happen so not, wow this is not yeah. east coast culture nope. hey no nope. right. oh, I, I, was, I wasn't even like you know garçon garçon i right. just said you know excuse me can i get some coffee here i think it's the gesture that did it so. <laughs> just like hey hon can i get another cup over right. here <laughs> right. Yeah. right more pork sausage mom right. <laughs> hey, bring, bring some scrapple with you Hey, I've been canceled. <laughs> All right, hey. So we see that we've been seeing the chart for a while. Mike, I'm going to switch over to some of the other charts, some of the other numbers, and let, let's let's yeah. go over those some, okay? Yeah, I'd like to definitely get the get yeah. some of those numbers. Okay, so uh, I think the audience can see this. If you blow it up a little bit bigger, you can see it. It's a it's a lot of numbers and stuff. But basically, if you look at this, this is a breakdown of all the movies and what they earned. I guess I could have gone right to this to show all the the amounts and stuff. But everybody's uh they're not in okay right because this, this was the order we were we put them in the the uh, the first chart is the order we actually put them in our thing the second chart is the order we came in in place right um 
and then here's the earnings. Okay, so uh, so yeah, it, this basically breaks everything down. Um, you can see all the movies and what everybody made uh, and their totals. You can see the places we came in. So I came in at 1.3 billion. Scott is 847. Mike is 771. Violet 730. Uh, and Acovax is 473. Um, now let, let's do the, the, the high and lows and stuff. This yeah, is fun. Yeah. I like doing this one. All right. So I'll just go down the list. So the highest amount I paid for a movie was 61 quat lose. I got Avengers in game for that. And the lowest amount I paid was 19. Got Hellboy. You, you're a uh, league raper. You raped the league, bro. <laughs> okay. I don't know what that means. Um, and then <laughs> it's a fantasy football thing. Okay. Yeah. So Mike, the most Mike paid for any movie was 17 quat lose. Like that's it. That's the highest he paid for anything, wow. which is probably why he had some money on the table. So yeah, yeah. Sad. It's it's the Baltic Avenue scheme of um yeah. movie draft. Yeah. If yeah. only I would have like, you know, actually gotten a couple of other movies I was trying to get. I that would have worked out m more more better. Right. But he, right. you know, he paid 6 for for Ugly Dolls, which Mike that didn't do dick for you. Mm -hmm. Um uh, what, it, the, doesn't the lowest earning movie is between Hellboy and Ugly Dolls, right? Aren't they, uh, didn't they both do like 22 or 20, 22 million a piece? Let, let's see. That's 20. You, oh, no. Ugly Dolls, 20 million. Oh, I win. Uh, Avengers in um, Hellboy, 22. Yeah, you. you oh, yep. Yeah. Even yeah, lower I, than Shaft. I snatched defeat from the jaws of victory. Yes, One you more did. Time. Yes, you did. <laughs> All right. And then uh, A. Kovacs had John Wick. That was her. That's one she paid the most for. And long. So she, her range of buying movies was 13 to 17, man. She was right in like, mm -hmm. like a same range. Scott went minute. 41 for Spider-Man and three I for. She, I hmm? thought she paid like 30 some uh, quatlus for a movie. You sure? Uh. Uh, I'll go look. It's possible. It's possible. Maybe I'm I could have something wrong in the. Oh, you know. Yeah, what she I did. paid thirty-three. There's something wrong in the for fucking Detective formula. Pikachu. Yeah, yeah she paid thirty-three Pikachu. for De Detective Pikachu. All right, this thing's <laughs> off for Defective Pikachu. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something's fucked up in my formula. Then all right. Well, anyway, Scott paid forty-one for Spider-Man and three for Curse of. La uh, come on, it, yeah, right. La Sharona, <laughs> right, right for La Sharona. Um, Violet paid forty-five for Lion King. Goodbye, that was a goodbye. Yeah, good uh, and ten for Dog's Journey. Okay, so this is your, your return on investment, right? So this is basically how much money did you win versus how much did you pay for it. So the higher this number, the better. The lower the number, not so good. Um, so I got twenty-one point four. A uh, million per Quatlu for Avengers Endgame, hmm. and one point two for Hellboy. Wow. That's horrible. Um, Mike got twenty point eight for Aladdin and three point three for Ugly Dolls. Yeah, I had the lowest performer, lowest, um, yeah, lowest uh, investment. Which means um, I paid too much, way too much for Ugly Dolls. Right? Let me fix. Uh, yes. Well, no, no, you paid like twenty some for Ugly Dolls, but oh, see, I, I wound up paying. More for Hellboy and, and earning less or something. Oh, that's I, right. Yeah. You did. You were like night, but you you were just like I'm throwing the rest of my money on this movie because yeah. I will not be able to afford any other movies. Right. I got it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I thought Hellboy might do well. I was very hey, wrong. Scott Scott made that call because Scott, I do you don't remember? I thought you remembered this. If Scott says anything that's going to happen with Hellboy, he knows because he's has like some Hollywood ins on that that producer. Okay. So. I think he or he had an in knowing that that, that 
that just... Oh, we got some in, an insider trading situation yeah. then. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he had insider knowledge. I don't All know right. if it was trading, but right, and right. He, he tried to tell me. He's like, Michael, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> right. And I was like, you know what? I'm listening to him on this one. I'm backing off. And then right. Pete's yeah. like, wah-boom. I'm like, all right, knock yourself out. So uh, so Kovacs, uh, her best performer was John Wick, 10.1. I just checked it. That's actually accurate. Okay. Uh, her low was long shot. Like, did anybody see long shot? No. 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 Okay. 2.3. Scott earned 18.3 for Spider-Man, and his low was, of course, Curse of My Sharona uh, for 4.7. <laughs> uh, Violet, your highest performer was 11.4 Lion King, wow. and 2.3 was your lowest for a dog's journey. Yep, yep. Oh, poor puppies. Yeah. Did you see that? Did your kid? Did your kid like? No, he has no interest in that. He wants to see things blow up. But did you see it? No, I didn't see it. No, because I've I've been out of the beat. See, I'm I'm not employed by any outlet. Most of the stuff I do for Roger Ebert is think pieces. I would love to be working a regular review beat, but like since I left all movie, that hasn't that hasn't happened. So if you know of anybody, if anybody's hiring a full time film critic, I'll take it. You know, but um, yeah, I just tell everybody, no, I'm off the beat. I haven't, you know, so. Yeah, I, I, I'd love to. Uh, you know what? Like, I don't, it, it wouldn't pay, but uh, Steve would let us review movies for Nerd Rage News, wouldn't he? He probably would, but he wouldn't pay us anything. Yeah, he wouldn't no, pay us fine. anything. And he wouldn't pay for the movies for us to go. Right, so we'd right. Have to, we'd have to pay for the movies right. and then do all the work. Right, right Now, right. He's, he's at least going to pay for the movie. Yeah. If I'm going to review a dog's life, right. <laughs> right. dog's journey, whatever. <laughs> hey, right. Right. bring the little baggies with you to pick up the... So right. <laughs> Paul Moon says, uh, this is fantasy football. This is a game for people that suck at fantasy football. Right. <laughs> or no, what's he saying? No, he's saying fantasy football, a game for where's that coming from? Uh, I thought he was talking about us, but he's talking about fantasy football, a game for people that suck at fantasy and football. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm on two fantasy football leagues as well. So, so there you go. And I'm doing well in one league and sucking at another. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm on both ends. Yeah. Nice. All right. So let me, uh, let me go. I'm going to go back to just us. We don't need these charts up anymore, right? No, no. Okay. There we go. Go back to just us. Now it's funny. If you guys are seeing me, I heard this. There's a comment that my camera is the fuzziest out of everybody's and it's clear as day on my screen and it's clear as day in my preview. And, but on Facebook, I can see it's not, it's, I don't know. I don't know. Mike and I use the same camera and it's clear as day. Yeah, know, it's but it, switching it's, up for me too. I would have thought mine was the worst, but it's fuzzy for me. Okay, it's interesting. Okay, Ooh, I look well, it good is what though. it is. Nothing <laughs> I can do about it. I look good. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. So, um, what was? I mean, so who? What was your biggest surprise, Violet? Like when when you're seeing these numbers, what like what movie either did way better than you could have imagined, or did much poorer than you could have imagined? Well, let's see. Um, Cause you're a movie critic. So yeah, like- let's see. I, I'm pleased that John wick did so well. I keep coming in. I mean, it is a blockbuster, but I keep thinking of it as more of a cult movie than a blockbuster. Yeah. And I'm always really pleased to see that it, it jumps above like a, like a good respectable cult movie standing into something that's genuinely bringing in some money. And I, and I like those movies. I think they're very interesting movies and, and they're a very good vehicle for Keanu and, um, so that's that's the one that comes to the top of my mind. Now, as far as could you put it back up? Let me see the screen again. Lee. Um, as oh, far as which ones I, I, was. Uh, oh, um, and John I, Wick did one seventy one. I'm sorry, I closed it. I can take you know? Yeah, I don't think those movies are tremendously expensive to make either. And I know that Keanu is 
super generous about making sure that other people on the crew are paid. And uh, like, you know, he took a pay cut for the Matrix movies so that all the other people, the costume design and special effects could get a, you know, he's a, he's a pretty upright kind of guy. That Because way. he's so, wonderful. Right, he is. He is. So, it's breathtaking. It's breathtaking. Yeah. Yeah. Detective Pikachu did 144, which... I think it did better than I thought it was going to do, but I, yeah. I think that it didn't do as good as they they thought it was going to do. Right, yeah. Um, I, I did see that. That was, um, I think it was trying to be a Four Quadrants movie of, you know, what would some for everybody, the young and the old, the, you know, and it, it just, it just wasn't. It wasn't, I, you know, I went with my husband who is from the Pokemon era of mm-hmm. you know, play with that stuff as a kid. Right. And he was disappointed by it. He was, he was like, there wasn't the magic to it. And then my son, who's kind of new to Pokemon, you know, didn't really understand the more adult side of it. And I, I just think it ended up being a movie that didn't please anybody. Mm. All right. I'll tell you, there's two things I was surprised about. Um, I was surprised about Men in Black doing so shitty. Not, I not wasn't. it looked, no, hold on. It looked like it was going to be shitty and I, it probably got what it deserved. Right. But I thought with the Men in Black name, it would be, you know, they'd be able to pull off more money. Right. Um, but they, they did not, they it did horrible. But I think and, that franchise is kind of dead. I mean, yeah, they, they let that sit for too long. Right. It yeah. died on the vine. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that was sort of, that was really more of a will. Like, a, was. Uh, that was the, um, I can't think of his name. Will. Will Smith. Smith. Right. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. He's your will, favorite. He's your favorite actor. That was a Will Smith vehicle, really more than mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So maybe I shouldn't have been surprised. Um, but I was I was also surprised that Lion King did so well. I had I mean, I knew it was going to do well, but five hundred and fourteen million well, holy crap! Yeah, that's a lot. But I think you know I was hearing people complain. A lot of people went into it because they heard that Beyonce was in it. Okay, and Beyonce um, is in it for about five minutes, five uh, minutes and a song. And yeah. like, what you know so. Yo, they put the Queen Bee in, don't you know? Right, right. right. So. <laughs> oh, you I didn't know Beyonce was gonna be in it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, no. A lot of people exactly. I think a lot of people anticipated it wasn't gonna do as well. Uh just because it was like, you know, there was this uncanny valley of the animals and mm-hmm. this and that. It 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 just it was completely what everyone thought it was wasn't gonna be. Yep. Um yep. and I think the kids really liked it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um it for 514 million. Yeah. Well, the other thing you have to look is what else opened that week cuz if it was a bunch of other R-rated stuff, they say if we got to take the kids, we have to go to this um... one movie. If they timed it correctly, that could have really uh, It was com- I think it was competing with Secret Life of Pets. Hmm. Okay. No, hold on wait. Hold on. Oh no, my No, wrong? Secret Life of Pets have been out a couple Oh, sorry. About, about a month, almost a month. Um it was actually, oh, you know what it was? So it was all by itself. Mm, okay. It so was, no, they didn't put anything up against it. So the other studios was, were confident that. Yeah, there was nothing up against it. Not a single. Okay, yeah. I mean, by weeks, by like, Spider-Man had been out two weeks already. Yeah. Yeah. Because it earned 275 in its first in its opening wow, weekend. Wow, Holy shit. Yeah. Right. That's nuts. Yeah. So, well, 
Um, I don't know if there's any other anything else to talk about. I just was going to ask uh, Violet a couple of questions yeah, about yeah. what you what you got going on. Like, what's uh, yeah. what what's new in your uh, in your universe? What are you working on? Well, let's see. Um, I'm actually. It's kind of funny. I'm taking a step back from writing a little bit because things have things have gotten a little stalled. You know, like Scarstruck came out and it was you know I heard from a lot of people and they really liked it and and then it's just kind of like now what? So. I'm taking I'm taking a little moment. I'm not turning into JD Salinger, but I'm I'm taking a moment to really think and I'm doing another project. I have something um Nicholas Winding Refn has a website where he talks about film noir and they approached me to do an article for them. And I didn't want to do the same thing that I've been doing, which has been writing essays. So I said, could I do it as a graphic novel? I do could I do like a graphic essay? And they said, Yeah, sure. And as soon as I agreed to that, I just thought what the fuck have I gotten myself into? So, right. so I'm kind of, <laughs> oh right, exactly. So I've been doing the groundwork for that and doing some drawings and everything. So I think that's going to come out in November. Okay. And then beyond that, like I've started another day job. I'm working in um, film and video preservation right now. I'm working as a, as a project manager for a company that takes obsolete video formats and, you know, like the one inch reel tapes and, uh, digitizes them and everything so i'm i'm learning the ropes as as far as that goes and mm -hmm. so there's nothing really you know nothing really for me to plug so to say you know but mm -hmm. i'm just i guess i'm just thinking about what are the things that matter to me and you know honestly one of the things that, that has always mattered to me is film and film criticism yeah. that's all i've ever wanted to to be when i grew up and i i've been so lucky that that's something that i got to do so you know, oh, after cool. I t after I take this deep breath, I think that's that's something that I'll definitely return to. Cool, awesome, yeah, awesome. Yeah. Now, so. now, Scarstruck is that? I know yeah. you you recorded that as an audio book, right? I have, yeah. So that is, um, it's being finalized. I recorded both that and I Miss the World as an audio book. So, so Ooh. that's both coming together. That was at my um, my friend Sean. He has a studio called Not a Real Dungeon Studios in <laughs> Philly, and this is the first time he's ever done the audio book. He's ever. Huh recorded an audiobook for me so um i'm getting that together and um i don't have a date yet for when that's going to release but that's probably gonna be pretty soon but the other thing that i'm doing is just for myself and i don't know where this project is going to take me i've put together all of my film reviews from the past 15 years and i'm putting them all together in one book and this may not be something that i can sell because it was all work for hire. You know, mm. a lot of it is work for hire for places that are defunct, like, you know, the Baltimore City Paper, rest in peace. But right. some of it is other things that appeared at rogerebert.com, allmovie.com, that kind of thing. But I just wanted it in one place. Mm. And I've been thinking a lot about, you know, uh, Siskel and Ebert and, you know, what a legacy they had, but how Roger Ebert is so much more revered than Gene Siskel is. And Roger Ebert was a great writer, don't get me wrong, but... The thing is, Gene Siskel never published collections of his books. Hmm. And if somebody, if somebody, you know, out there in Facebook land knows differently, please let me know because I would love to read a collection of his book. But as far as I understand, his stuff just, you know, it was in the paper and then that was the end of it. And it really got me thinking, you know, so much of my work, it was a lot of, a lot of print and a lot of web and it just doesn't exist anymore. So if somebody's going to catalog it and archive it and appreciate it, it's going to have to be me. So I've been assembling all of the, you know, and, and I have a little ego trip sometimes reading. I was like, damn, this is really good. This is really <laughs> nice. good, you know, but it, but it's the stuff that I'm in some ways, like that's my life's work. That's what I'm most pleased about. And Gene Siskel had this great line. He said, as a reporter, when you're a film critic, you're working the dream beat. 
you're following, you're working the beat of what people are dreaming about. And I've always, I've never forgotten that. And that's, that's been the greatest thing about it. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. All, All right. right. Well, uh, we know that you're always uh, good and up for any antics that we have. Always. And, you know, we'll always, always keep you, you in mind when we have yes, something please. we think you're a good fit. Thank you. We yes. always yes. enjoy. You are truly a good friend of the show. So thank you. Yes, and absolutely. I love the Mythwits. Thank you so thank much. You. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Awesome. Tell your friends. Well, no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, then, Mike, let's wrap this baby up, right? All right. All right, here we go. All right, Violet, thank you so much for joining us once again. Thank you, always. always. And let me do the let me do this thing here. Oh, you'd think I would have remembered this one by now, Mike. You know what I'm saying? No. No? Okay. All right, <laughs> sorry. Here we go. You've just enjoyed another awesome episode of The Mythwits. If you don't have time for videos, make sure to subscribe to our podcast via your favorite podcatcher. Do the like, follow, subscribe thing wherever it's appropriate. And make sure to share your favorite episode on social media to help spread Mythwits love over the entire planet. Hey, I'm really jerky in the camera. That's going to be awesome. Uh, my camera is being a real dick tonight. Tweet us at Mythwits and check out Mythwits.com. Mythwits is TSR Podcast Network production. Check out TSRPN.com for more cool shows like Wargaming Recon, the longest running tabletop wargaming podcast on the planet. Mythwits is a Creative Commons product. Like and share it in all the places. Just don't edit it. Don't change it. Hey, and Mike, don't leave money on the table when betting in the draft. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Tell your friends to tune in. And until next week, Mike... This is the Mythwits 2019 Summer Movie Draft Minute. I'm your host, Mike Kafis of the Mythwits. It's been an interesting draft, to say the least. What with yours truly having technical difficulties with his data entry skills, let's see what zany antics transpired as a result of losing his can't-lose bids on Spider-Man and Toy Story 4. Here are your final draft standings. A. Kovacs, Empty Set Entertainment's Director of Doom, ends her parlay with this draft in fifth place with $473 million. Ladies and gentlemen, you pitied her all summer. You thought she would come in last. She thought she would come in last. But this phoenix has risen from the ashes of both Bowl and Bong to not only take fourth place, but dab her way to 41 million shy of almost taking third place. Violet Lavoie, congratulations on your fourth place finish with $730 million. I thought I'd have a shot. I thought second place would be my new first place, but my inability to competently type simple numbers into a standard QWERTY keyboard cost me that position. But hey, since nobody likes a sore, losing, whiny bitch, I'll simply say I, Mike Capus, finish this shit show of a draft in third place with $771 million. Hashtag not bitter. So there's this guy named Scott Sigler. He writes books that are so good, people from all across the country gather to pay tribute and support his quest to become the future Dark Overlord. Once a year, they throw themselves like lemmings upon his altar, giving him the strength he needs to achieve world domination. This happens in Las Vegas on October 10th to the 12th. Join Scott Sigler and A. Kovacs for another amazing year at SiglerFest 2019. 
I'm sure Scott will profess his well-played last-minute ascension to second place with $847 million. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the Cinderella story of the scrawny kid from Rat City, Baltimore, pulls himself up by his bootstraps, taking the biggest gamble on the most controversial, small-budget indie sequel film of all times. Peter Scrapplenuts Bryant just ekes by his second-place competitor by a scant $460 million to shatter his glass ceiling and win the Mythwits 2019 Summer Movie Draft with a record-breaking $1,307,000,000. Special thanks to our good friends at Empty Set Entertainment. Please check out scottsigler.com for everything Sigler. Also, thank you to Violet Lavoie for joining us as well. Please check out Violet's latest novel, Scarstruck, available on Amazon. And look for her insightful movie articles on rogerebert.com. This has been your final 2019 Mythwits Movie Draft Minute, powered by Aetherforge Creations.